Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show. Watch every week on Free Speech TV, Link TV, YouTube, or if you're in New York, CUNY TV. Prefer to listen? Subscribe to the free podcast at lauraflanders.com. I end every week with a commentary. I call it the F word. Here's this week's. If Ida B. Wells had depended on Facebook, would we ever have had a national lynching memorial? Two stories collided in my head this week. One was the opening of the National Memorial for Peace and Justice in Montgomery, Alabama, this country's first major effort to confront the vast scope of racial terror lynchings that ravaged the black community under white supremacy. The first, because until now that same majority white supremacy America hasn't wanted to look. At the memorial, a special place is set aside for Ida B. Wells, the crusading journalist who forced Americans to pay attention. Over a lifetime made shorter by repeated attacks, she documented, data collected, named, dated, and described the killings. She wrote for various papers, but her longest-running outlet was her own, The Free Speech, which Wells edited and published until it was burned to the ground by her critics. Would Wells' free speech have made it into my newsfeed on Facebook? I doubt it. Because Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced in a meeting with media execs May 1st that his company had started ranking news organizations by trust. News sources that score higher will be promoted, those with lower scores will be suppressed. As he put it, you're not going to be able to build common ground in society if people don't have a common set of facts. To determine trustworthiness, the company's going to survey its two billion users about the sources they're most familiar with and recognize. By that standard, we'd never have had Tom Paine, Ida Tarbell, or Ida B. Wells. We'd never have had a revolution, broken up the rubber baron monopoly corporations, or heard enough about lynchings to have anything resembling a memorial, or even probably make them stop. We'd certainly have gone off misinformed into a misbegotten set of wars without end against nameless, nationless wrongdoers called terrorists. You get my point. From pain to wells, media at the margins, not the center, has always brought issues to the boil so that the bigger, recognized media could inhale the steam. Democracies advanced not thanks to the mainstream, but thanks to reporters on a mission and the means to tell an uncomfortable, unfamiliar, uncommon truth. After Ida B. Wells published a column May 21, 1892, denouncing the old threadbare lie, as she put it, that lynching was used to protect white womanhood, a white mob marched into her office in Memphis, destroyed her presses, and left a warning that they'd kill her if she tried to publish again. That lie was the most heard, most accepted, most familiar, trusted, conventional, common fact. It's taken a nation a century to wise up. We don't have that long. And why repeat? Zuckerberg is free to suppress. He's not a journalist. He's heading up a for-profit corporation with a track record of mendacity and billions of private dollars at stake. He's not deluded, but we are, if we believe that the Wellses of today can rely on Facebook. The Laura Flanders Show is a TV and radio program that seeks to raise radical spirits by interviewing forward-thinking people with real experiences of shifting power from the few to the many in the worlds of economics, arts, and politics. And if you haven't reviewed us yet, please do on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Help spread the word. Join us.